Good morning, and welcome to Jew in the City Speaks with your host, Allison Josephs, also known as Jew in the City. Um, there seems to be a theme that's starting here on Jew in the City as of the last couple of weeks. If you listened to our show last week, you would have heard the interview I did with Rabbi Hanoch Hechtman. Uh, sorry, Hanoch Hecht. There we go. That's really hard to do the Hanoch, and then the Hecht is just, there's like an H in the middle that really makes it hard to just... Stop. Anyway, um, so he was on the show Chopped. Um, it was a show about rabbis and different clergy on Chopped. And now, right after we interviewed him, I start getting messages and people start sending me links that there's another Orthodox Jew that's about to be on television. This show is called American Ninja Warrior. I literally just heard about the show a few days earlier. I'm like a, you know, I like television, but like, we don't really have a television in the house. We have something that is not connected to cable, and we, um, you know, watch some stuff on our computers, but try to, you know, monitor the types of programs that we're watching and not be too excessive. So, you know, I like uh, television entertainment and media, but we try to do it within, you know, uh, certain uh, parameters and to, to be careful for ourselves, for our children. But I'm certainly not, you know, sitting and just watching, you know, you know, NBC or CBS or just sort of these shows, you know, and just kind of letting the, the channels flow. My husband, I think, wanted to watch, is it called the playoffs? Is that like the big basketball game that happened recently? Like, he doesn't always watch sports, but he was feeling like um, this was a big thing that people were talking about. And I was like, wait, is it the Mavs? He, and then he like looked at me, he's like, no, it's the Cavs. I think that's the right thing I just said. Anyway, so he was trying to get the TV to work, and it was not working for that channel. And then all of a sudden, I see this crazy show, and people are, like, running, and they're, like, walking on their hands. And I'm just like, what is this? He's like, oh, it's this new show that kind of combines, like, you know, athleticism, you know, and, you know, an obstacle course and gymnastics and being a ninja. And it looked kind of crazy. I had no idea that there was this big cult following. But literally a few days after that, I started getting messages that... There's going to be an Orthodox Jew, actually a, a Smicha student, a student who is studying to become a rabbi at Yeshiva University, uh, who's also studying taxation to become an accountant, like, you know, every nice Jewish guy should be a rabbi and an accountant. Anyway, his name is Akiva Newman. Um, we get to talk to him before the show airs. We're so excited. Akiva, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. And now that you've um, heard of my uh, really lack of knowledge for anything sports or athletic related, we'll try to have a normal conversation. I, I do know, like, you know, kind of some reality TV type of stuff, but this is not so much my genre. So I guess start off by telling us, like, you know, how did you grow up? Where did you grow up? You were always observant or? Um, yeah, so I, I grew up in Highland Park, New Jersey. Um, I grew up in an Orthodox home, um, went to an Orthodox state school, uh, Orthodox high school, um, and I have a lot to thank my parents um, and my siblings for, for being uh, amazing role models and guiding me in, uh, in the right direction in terms of uh, um, keeping with my Orthodox roots. And then, so you're like going along just a regular guy, you know, being a religious Jew, and then you develop an interest in sort of the sports or athletic type of stuff. Like how early were you always in, interested in, you know, being active and doing just kind of regular sports before you, you know, joined a show like this, which I think is more atypical in the, the types of athleticism that people do? Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I played basketball when I was in elementary school, uh, and then I played uh, Yeshiva League uh, basketball, soccer, and hockey. I was the captain of the, of the soccer and hockey team. Um, so from a young age, I always 
enjoy playing sports. It was it was a, an awesome outlet, um, especially as an Orthodox Jew to have. Um, and I always looked up to my brother, who was always exercising, and um, and I said, you know what, this is this is fun. You know, it gives me energy. Um, I'm, I'm active, and uh, I like to be able to you know accomplish weird and and uh, crazy things when it comes to working out. So I would always like attempt. I never went to any like classes or anything. I would just kind of, you know, do a cartwheel here, try to do a flip here, fall on my face there, you know, have fun with it. And then, and then I realized, you know what, I'm I'm getting kind of good at this. Let me let me see what else I could I could do with it. So first, there has to be the desire to like, um, I guess, do like sort of a uh, little bit crazy movement and not care when you fall on your face because you have to fall on your face a bunch of times before you start landing. So I guess there's just sort of that more daring type of side. I like to joke <laughs> that. Um, that my, my sisters and I were never good at any um, physical activity that didn't involve a leotard. So from my own personal, um, you know, sort of uh, <laughs> through sports, I was like literally the kid called last I mean, every time they chose um, teams, uh, you know, in like gym class. So it's, I'm not better. It's fine. I've moved on. I, I can talk to people that like sports. So, okay, fine. So your argument about <laughs> developing, it's very clear. I'm okay with this. It was very clear that you're, so you're, you're developing kind of this uh, unusual side to your athleticism that goes beyond like weightlifting or regular sports. And you just kind of have it in your life because what does someone do with that other than do it for fun? And then you hear about this show, American Ninja Warrior. So when did you first learn about it? Um, it was a couple years ago. I was with uh, my buddy Max in uh, in the gym, and and we were working out together. And, and in the gym, there was a TV screen. Uh, like you, I don't have a, a television at home, um, so I, I didn't really know about this show either. And then all of a sudden, I'm I'm watching it, and I'm I'm like glued to the TV because I'm just I'm just amazed by the athleticism, at the obstacles, at the competition. Um, and and I turned I turned to him. I said I said I got to apply for this. I, I, I think I could do this. Um, and, uh, and later that night, I went online, uh, looked up American Ninja Warrior application, um, and that's where it began. <laughs> and were you married at this point? or? Um, I was married, yeah. God, and do you say to your wife, like, is that a conversation over dinner, honey, I'm thinking of it, you know, joining American Ninja Warriors, or is this like you knew she would already be supportive, or... Oh, I mean, when I when I told her, she kind of like laughed at me, like, you know, like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, because she listed. I I showed her um, a clip because I went on on YouTube and 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 I was like, look at this show, isn't it cool? And she's like, yeah, it's cool, <laughs> it's cool for other people. Right. And then I said, oh, I could do, I could do it too. Um, and uh, I, I I always think that I could do things that that uh, most people would assume that I can't. So so uh, it, it, it was it was uh, it was pretty funny. Um, interaction, um, but uh, but she was supportive once I sent in my video, and she was, you know, rooting for me the whole time to get accepted. And so, for those of us that haven't seen it, and I actually only saw it for like a few moments, and I didn't know I was supposed to pay attention because this is going to be like the Orthodox Jewish news story for the following week. What does this show consist of? Like, kind of, what's the general? How many contestants? And what's sort of like in general? You know, does the show consist of? If we're watching it as a viewer, like, what do most shows have in common that the contestant needs to do? Um, so there's like a hundred plus competitors per location. There's like wow. uh, each year is different. This year there was uh, five locations. Okay. Um, so I competed in Philadelphia. Okay. Um, and they pretty much have obstacles that are. Uh, designed um, that focus on upper body strength, grip strength, stamina, endurance, 
um, balance, and it really, really requires a a tremendous athlete um, in all areas to be able to accomplish this. Like if you're only good at one area, if you're just a bodybuilder, so then it won't work. You need to be very um, level in your workouts um, and not be um, like rock climbers, for example, do really well because they they learned all different all different um, you know styles in terms of using their feet and their hands and 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 he's just using all of your um, you know muscles together. And um, what so what kind of people get attracted to apply for this kind of show other than you know rabbinic students who like to try flipping? You know? <laughs> um, so like I said, rock climbers, people that do parkour, um, and uh, a lot of a lot of personal trainers, and um, and then you've got you know unique people like doctors and some lawyers, and uh, I think um, the CEO of Cliff Bar competed. You've, you've got a lot of people that have um, interesting stories that value um, exercise and that value um, um, working out and athletics, uh, you know, that are, that are part of this, that so, are okay, that so, joined so, for the show. So walk me through it. So it's 100 competitors in five locations over the course of a season. So how many people do we see per episode, and how long does an episode last for when we watch it as a few? Um, so it's going to be a two-hour episode, oh, wow. um, and you'll see, yes, it's, it's pretty long. And then in that you'll see um, NBC will choose uh, different uh, athletes that they, that they liked uh, to be put on the show. Um, and then often you'll get like a backstory of the people and, um, and you'll get to, um, you know, learn about new people, um, hear inspiring things. A lot of people that compete have, have really inspirational stories, uh, really, uh, you know, motivated to, uh, you know, some, some people have had, had battled through cancer and, and they're, and they're there showing their children that, you know, even with this battle, they could, they could still, you know, be an American Ninja Warrior, um, and it's it's a nice show. It's a family show that uh, that that you know has exciting moments where you know they finish, and then has has you know sadder, more motivational, inspirational moments, uh, which makes the show so uh, unique. That's so cool. I'm saying when I hear these stories of people that have some sort of like real thing, you know, fighting against them, whether it's a disease or some sort of, you know, uh, disability, and then they like go above and beyond and they do even better than like regular people like me that just sit on their couch. It's really like I really have so much respect for, for those type of people. So is it kind of like um, like an America's Got Talent type of setup where you see like the backstory and then like a few people competing over the course of the show? Is that kind of the setup? Like I'm just trying to picture how 100 people competing in five um, locations that's spread over a season and like and do you see my question like when when do we see all 100 or in each show is it 100 oh you may not see all one you may not see all 100 and they run um, every they, week they, and they're sort of showing each week like some different of the 100 people yeah, and then there's and there's an involvement in terms of um advancement and and different and different levels um, and, and stages in the competition. Oh, so you have to work your way. So it's not like one winner every week. It's me to win the entire show. Meaning, like through the course of the season, the different athletes are working their way up to get higher. Right. In, in seven rate. in seven years, this is the uh, eighth season. In okay. seven years, only one person, uh, two people actually completed the entire um, the entire course to actually win. Um, at that time, it was five hundred thousand dollars. 
So, oh wow! So okay. most people don't actually get to the end point. Um, 99.99 people don't get to that point. Um, and it, so the you know, show ends without a winner. Great. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, the show could the show could end without a winner. I very very like smart move by uh, by by them. <laughs> wow, that that feels very unsatisfying, but I guess, you know, it used to be when you're a kid that, like, you know, the bad guys die and the good guys are saved, and then, like, at a certain point, like, you know, anyone could get killed off in a show, so I guess now the new normal for, like, a game show is, like, winners don't have to happen. So, and so the reason that we're seeing you in next week's episode is because that's when they got to feature your story. Is that how it works? Like, they, they sort of select yeah. Okay, fine. All right, I'm just trying to understand how this works. And so what about, okay, American Ninja Warrior? Is it Are there ninja-like qualities in the show? Are there warrior-like qualities in the show? Or is it just like a cool name they made up? Like, So I think it's more warrior. Uh, the ninja is mostly just like a like a bang in the, in the beginning, like a, um, you know, like the way that, that ninjas, I guess, pre-sparring. Um, uh, but it's mostly... Uh, I guess the ninja stuff would be like the balancing stuff. Like ninjas are very good at doing those kind of things. But um, but warrior warrior type activities um, are more of what and you say. Uh, yeah. And so fine. So so you you're in the gym. How long ago are you in the gym and see this episode and decide you must apply tonight? How tell, take us through the timeline of when you apply and how long <laughs> it take to find out. Uh, well, we weren't there for that long, and and it was and, and like. Whoever had the remote was just flipping through the channels as we were there. So I think it took like one person running that I said, "Wow, this is cool." <laughs> no, but I'm saying, so you apply so, at night. Is it? Can you let us know how long oh, for before they get back to you? Like, is there a certain amount of like general wait period that you get your yes or your no? Like, did you get through the? Oh first yeah, time? yeah. So 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 I submitted my application. It's a it's a very long um, application, and then attached with it, um, I sent in a video. Um, that pretty much told my story, and and uh, and with my story also showed and illustrated my my athletic uh, capabilities to be able to to be on the show. Um, and then then it was a long waiting period. <laughs> I I uh, you know I remember walking into uh, to the base medrash in YU and telling my chavruta when I finished my application, like oh I, I remember that show I was telling you about, so I actually applied. Um, and we were joking around, like, obviously I'm not going to get accepted, but I got to do what I, what, what I could do. Um, and if I want to be on it, I can't just say, oh, I could do it. I actually have to apply and, and, uh, and uh, you know, see if I could do it. Um, so, so, then, so then a couple months later, I got a phone call that, that, uh, that I was accepted, and I was like, wow. How long from the acceptance call until um, the, sh- the taping was? Like, do you, did you start doing, like, certain training to get yourself ready to become an American Ninja Warrior? <laughs> yeah, and it was two weeks before. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, I got a phone call, and it was, it was so funny. They were like, you're the first person I were calling. I'm like, whew. At least I was the first, and not like, because if you were the last, so then you would only get a phone call like a week before or even a couple days before. Uh, and and I, I said, I said to Hani, I said, I have to go to the gym that has American Ninja Warrior obstacles ASAP. <laughs> right. So how do you, so how do you and, train uh, for this? How, how do you train for such a competition? So, I, I mean, I went to a place in Jersey called High Exposure, um, okay. where they have, um, like, a, the sand ladder, and they have... Um, uh, quintuple steps and, and the 
and the Warped Wall, like they have different uh, classic American Ninja Warrior obstacles um, that are geared for the show. Okay. Um, and and uh, well, like I'll give you an example. The Sand Ladder. It, it, if you do a pull up, so typically the bar stays stationary and you lift your head above the bar. Um, a salmon ladder is you do the same thing except now you have to lift the bar to the next rung. Oh, come on. Um, I can't even do a pull-up. Um, and that was one of, like, those very bad, like, you know, elementary school gym memories of, like, I can't do this in my arm. Oh, my goodness. You have to pull yourself up. <laughs> That's really insane. And you, meaning, like, did you know how to do that, like, when you first so, started so training? I, I went and I, and I was, uh, yeah, I was, I was quite good at the salmon ladder, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I so, guess people are so. just made. I guess Hashem just makes all different types of people, and some of us can do those obstacles, and some of us can sit on chairs and interview people who do those obstacles. Okay, fine. So two weeks of training. Um, you decided to wear your yarmulke and sitzes and look very Jewy um, when you did this uh, this episode. Can you take us through kind of what the thought process of kind of putting yourself out there? I'm saying that's how you always dress, so in a sense, maybe. Yeah, so um, so actually, so, so there were two different elements. For my for my interviews, I actually wore um, a suit. Um, I, I dressed properly. I, I remember going in for my, for the first um, film, um, and they said, wow, I think you're the best dressed ninja we've ever interviewed before. I said, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, um, and you know, uh, to me, it was important to, to dress the way um, that I that I do um, to look nice and to represent the Jewish people. Um, uh, I mean, I was very nervous in the application process about about the reactions that people would have, and my entire goal was to ultimately make a kiddush Hashem and to and to show certain values um, and to be able to to show that to the world. Um, and so that's why I, I wore my suit. And, and then for the actual show, I couldn't wear my suit because I wanted to be able to, uh, to do um, the obstacles properly. Um, but, but, I mean, it wasn't a decision. It was, it was more like this is obviously what I have to do. Um, I, you know, I, I wear my yarmulke wherever I go. I wear my scissors wherever I go. So why wouldn't I wear it here? Yeah. Um, so, do you so think I, that you know, you're... I, you know, I, I'm hoping that, you know, when people see you on the show... Because one of the things growing up non-Orthodox... Um, we had a very sort of extreme view of the Orthodox community, and really it came down to the fact that the people that quote-unquote blend more, um, we didn't really know were Orthodox, and then the people that blend less, unfortunately, there were a lot of negative headlines, you know, kind of the worst of the news makes it to the news, basically, and those, you know, sort of caricatures of the most, you know, sort of right-wing element of Orthodox world are the ones that make it to TV and movies without any humanity to the characters, without any depth or, depth or nuance, without even any, like, personality or sense of humor. So I love that, you know, you're going to be there, you know, and looking Jewish and hopefully, you know, um, relatable and making Kiddush Hashem when, you know, in, in scripted television, we have to rely on writers and directors to imagine how our community is, and I think oftentimes it's just done so poorly. Um, do you think that any of the people that you were on the show with sort of had maybe some preconceived notions or misconceptions about Orthodox Jews that getting to meet with you and interact with you during filming might have changed or um, affected them in some way? Um, I think that that could honestly be why um, you know, one of the reasons why I was selected for the show, aside from the fact that I that I 
um, showed them that I was capable of doing obstacles. Like they wanted to, it's a, it, American Ninja Warrior doesn't look to try to take anyone down. Um, they try to teach people um, and have a sense of, of diversity. And, and I think that, that that was one of the reasons why I was selected, to be able to, to show the world that you know, orthodoxy isn't like what you're necessarily uh, referring to, but, but it's, it's a lot more than just that. And, and you know, someone could be learning in Tzicha, could be an accountant, could be a youth director, and could also uh, you know, be a competitor on American Ninja Warrior. And I'm saying in terms of, you know, I think there's the stereotype of Orthodox Jews kind of like, you know, not being as friendly and, you know, not having personality said before, but I think there's also a stereotype. And I think obviously all stereotypes are rooted in a certain amount of truth, but the Orthodox Jew or the Jewish person being the people of the book as, the pe- as opposed to the people of, you know, the obstacle course or the outdoor sort of thing. Is there any sort of, um, I don't know, like historic thing or like anywhere in Tanakh that you connect with of like... I don't know. I'm saying like it's sort of a total review on. I, yeah, yeah I, I hear you. I mean, I mean, we definitely are people of the book. I mean, I I would count myself in in that. I spend most of my day in front of in front of uh, a Gemara yeah. <laughs> and in front of a Shulchan Aruch, and then my second part of the day in front of the the tax code. Right. So so I definitely agree with that stereotype. Um, um, <laughs> but on the other hand, we have places in Tanakh. We have. You know, David Amalek, King David defeating uh, Goliath. We have we've got Shimshon Hagibor, who was able to defeat um, you know entire armies um, by himself um, single-handedly. Um, so there are there are plenty of people throughout throughout Tanakh, and I mean we could look to Israel and the Israeli army and and the and the, the strength of of the Jewish people, not just in the book, but also but also uh, physically. I mean, I mean, yes, it's a stereotype, and, and I think that it's a nice stereotype to have. Um, you know, we're, we, we, we seek um, intellectual, uh, um, you know, uh, things, and, and, uh, but we also could, but that doesn't limit us from being um, physical and athletic and, and capable of, of, uh, of feats like this. So that, the truth is that you just mentioned now um, the Israeli army. Um, we were just in um, Israel for Pesach, and my husband, there were different minyanim that we could go to, you know, on the hotel program, and there was one that was more kind of like the, I guess, Dati Lumi, um, maybe more like, you know, um, post-army type of minion, and he came out of the one of the minyanim one day saying, like, he realized that sort of the scholar-warrior model is something that really inspires him. Like, you know, living here in the States, um, he never kind of got to do that. But, you know, we do ha- have our eyes on Israel. We do hope to live there one day. You know, he said, you know, he would be so proud if our sons could maybe one day um, fit that model. So um, it's definitely something that's been on my mind. Um, besides just the stereotypes for the non-Orthodox and the non-Jews, which, you know, hopefully this will um, break those down and show something positive, do you have any hopes for what you might be in terms of a role model for the Orthodox kids sitting at home? Um, yes, um, absolutely. Um, I mean, um, as, as you know, I'm, I'm the youth director at the Angusville of Housewood, um, and I pride myself in, in teaching kids um, Torah and teaching kids how to play soccer or anything else that, that the kids want to learn. Um, I, was, I was a camp director in Vacation Village a couple years back, um, I, I love to work with kids. I worked with NCSY um, for, for a bunch of years, and I, I truly value, um, you know, being the mentor for the next generation, um, being an inspiration to 
um, to the future of the Jewish people, which is which is our our kids and our and our and the next generation. So, so absolutely, I, I hope that that um, um, that my story gets portrayed in, in that light to be an inspiration. That you know, you could be from, you could be Orthodox, you could you could learn a lot of Torah, and you could also be a good ball player. And, and they don't and, and they don't contradict each other. They go hand in hand. You could spend some time exercising, taking care of yourself. Um, you know, the Torah says, "When they smart them, it's not true sure them." They have to you have to really take care of yourself. We have we have a commandment. We have a we have a, a Torah obligation um, to uh, to take care of ourselves, um, not just mentally, but also but also physically. And so, so absolutely, I I I, uh, I hope that I could be that inspiration. Awesome. So it seems like this week, sort of all the stories are breaking now. You know, sharing uh, the you know the upcoming. Tell us when actually when can people watch it? When and how can our listeners watch this show? Um, so it's going to be on. Uh, NBC Monday night. This this coming up Monday night. Uh, it's going to be from eight to ten, okay. um, and at some point, at some point, you'll see the ninja rabbi. Got it. Um, and so, as these different articles are coming out publicizing this, I imagine you're hearing from all sorts of people. I I find that when I've been in publications, um, you know, especially you know as news go, goes around, you tend to hear from people you haven't heard from in a long time who want to check in and, you know, tell you that, you know, they're proud that you're up to this or it was great to read about this. Are you getting that kind of feedback, like people from all sort of times of your life? Yeah, it's, it's been, it's been really, it's been really positive feedback. Um, um, and on, uh, on my Facebook account, so, uh, my wife relates to me that, that, you know, she told me this morning that someone, that someone messaged Someone messaged that we have a joint Facebook account. Um, I, um, that you know they were they were inspired by my story and um, and how and how meaningful it was to them, um, and they shared their story. Um, so it, it was a nice it was a nice uh, um, you know portrayal of of, uh, of hopefully what it will be um, an inspiration to people and uh, and I appreciate everyone for uh, you know for their support. And just one final question before we have to run. Would you ever go on another sort of athletic reality type of show again? Do you think that it's the sort of thing that you might give another go? Or um, I, I definitely would. I mean, I would have to look into the show and see what what it's all about. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I mean, American Ninja Warrior accepts competitors year to year, um, right. and uh, and um, I mean, I I plan to compete as long as they as long as they want me back. I'll. I'll be on that show, and uh, huh. and um, and who knows where else where else you'll see me. <laughs> you never right, know. Well, uh, we we definitely look forward to watching you, and we we really love the example of you know don't don't be the one that limits your dreams. And um, you know I think far too often people don't begin a journey towards more observance, and people think that maybe they can't continue their observant life because they feel that. The you know strictures are kind of boxing them in too much, but um, you know we think that you're doing this and you know staying true to uh, you know who you are, but at the same time doing something out of the box and you know something we haven't seen before is such a great example of that. So thank you so much for um, being that shining light, Akiva, uh, soon to be Rabbi Akiva, and everyone. You can tune in next Monday on NBC from eight to ten, and you can keep on tuning in to Jew in the City Speaks next week, same time, same place. Thanks so much. Thank you.